Going on, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, this is one of the, oh my God, the very rare instances where I was looking back on my Facebook memories. And, you know, I love looking back on 2015, 14, because those were the times where my consciousness level was probably around anger, probably around 50, 40. We're talking dangerous levels. And, you know, these are the moments that I actually miss. I look back on because I've come a long way, haven't I? And, you know, it's just, you know, you know, throughout these moments and stuff like that, especially in 2015 and seeing the things that I would always complain about, I was like, oh, my God, I work with the teacher. He's 78 years old and his wife is 38 years old. And I kept looking at myself saying, man. How come I can't get anyone? This country's racist as hell. And there was that victim talk over and over and over. And in 2014, most notably, when I finally moved to the outskirts of Bangkok, where all, to be honest with you, where all the racism pretty much uptick. You could, you again, you have a sense of that when you go up country because that's just the way they were back in 2013, 14. Thank God for Netflix now. But now when you move to out into the outskirts of Bangkok and it's even worse that's when a lot of that victim talk had happened. And this was just coming off one of the most difficult months of my life in 2000 and of course, 14. And this is what I would literally talk about every single day for the next couple of years. And that victim talk and just reaffirming that idea to make myself even feel even worse. And there were two people that I had met at an English camp just prior, two months prior. This was probably the worst 72 hours of my life, period. And it was because I was doing an English camp with a, a school with these specific students who were just, because I was at that level of consciousness, I attracted the same people to work with on the same level of consciousness. And also I was literally around some of the most, um, what is it? I was basically, ever, I was around some of the worst students of that time too. We're talking about students who would say, well, I don't really want a black teacher or the student's parents. Oh, no, we prefer a white teacher other than a black teacher. And, you know, looking back on this December 10th of 2014, this is why I tell you the importance of friends and the importance of the social group you're around. Because there was a girl, there were two people, right, that I met at that English camp who I kept in touch with just for two more months until I just blocked the shit out of them. And again, I think I blocked this girl, Nicola, before I blocked Richard. Richard, I blocked him because he put me into one of the worst schools ever. And when I finally left that school, I changed my number. I changed everything. I blocked everyone. I was nowhere to be found. Luckily, I didn't have a brand at that time. But, you know, I just had to, I, I, I knew I needed to do it for my own well-being. And then I just took a gamble on the language center that I was working for at the moment. Although the lady didn't want to hire a second black teacher, although that the, you know, the main branch in Bangkok didn't want to have another, you know, a second black teacher on hand. But nonetheless, Nicola, she said this. And I don't know what. And again, I posted a photo in regards to Thai women. And as they grow up, they ended up going after money. And based on my knowledge at the time. I was like, okay, well, is it really money? No, it's only a specific demographic. You know what I mean? It's not all, but I made it seem like it was all in generalized to make myself feel better. I reaffirmed my addiction to suffering, right? And then obviously there was 
the, uh, the you know, the, the Thai women and the majority of them loving white men. Well, this is kind of like an Asian thing in general, right? Uh, have the Thais changed? I guess. Is it everyone? No. And when I, every time I classified it as everyone, this is where I just put myself in my own little, I guess my own little uh, uh, dooms film melancholy, right? There was no thinking outside the box. Now, remember, I am engaged right now, getting married to one of the most beautiful souls on this planet, and she's tied. But I had to do the healing. But again, I didn't know about personal development at this time. And my supporting cast that I had around me was sick. And so here we go. She said, the fact is, I would find, I guess, she, yeah, I would find it incredibly difficult to find a tie whose wage matches mine and who lives the same standard of living as me. This is what Nicola had said, because they don't get paid the same as me through the same quality of work. Now, first and foremost, quality of work, what? Rude. Second, well, this is when we didn't know about the business districts, the women who actually make more than me, okay? You, you know, and, you, you know, but women who work for airlines, women who work for international companies, women who work at the Aberdeen and Investments, the different types of companies in the business districts and stuff like that. Now they hold themselves to the highest regard because they believe that they have a standard, you know, because they make this salary, because they possess white skin, they deserve a white man, right? Again, am I generalizing saying everyone? No, but considering what the looks are from specific women in that area, thank God I don't go down there any, anymore. Um, this is this is basically the tell of the tape, right? But nonetheless, she said, the fact is, though, relationships are about give and take. And she went on to say, you're just focusing on the wrong things. You're enjoying yourself. You should be out enjoying yourself, having fun, not worrying about every woman you meet and be a potential girlfriend and therefore a potential gold digger. If you put a barrier up, you will end up lonely. Now, again, this is very reminiscent to another guy who I used to, who I had known for a long time and basically kicked him out like six years ago. He said the same thing about when I traveled to Vietnam and I saw how disgusting the American military was in, you know, blowing up babies and stuff like that, Vietnamese babies. And he said the same thing. If you, if you, da, 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 you're going to die young, something ridiculously outlandish, not having empathy over the fact of what is actually happening. See, if I had a stronger supporting cast, what she was trying to say is Arsenio the level of consciousness you are at right now is what you are attracting to you. You have recreated your and reaffirmed that addiction to suffering because of events that have happened since you've been in this country. And if you keep continuing this, instead of going down another path, a path of healing, a path of discovery, a path of self-actualization, it's going to become increasingly worse. That's what she was trying to say, right? But I didn't have that type of supporting cast around. Now, looking at what Richard said, he was like, very well said, Nicola Buck, asking a woman by her, blah, 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 uh, is absolutely an insult, not a manly thing. First of all, what are you looking for exactly? Having a relationship is not about money, it's a give or take. Now, this is when I was thinking it was about, you know, uh, what is it, relationships, give or take, et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, what is that? I think well, what she ended up saying, towards the end was, and, and again, Richard, before he had said this, he was like, you always end up discussing racism, your color and Thai women. And I didn't read that fine print. 
Now, Nicole, is, she was she was one of the nastier individuals that I actually had in my life until finally I blocked her. But she said, since the day we met, this is the shit you regurgitate all the time. Boring. Now, that's not much of a supporting cast, is it? Considering, yes, that was of the mindset, considering what had happened just two months prior, the English camps, the denial of 200 jobs, the lack of empathy that I had from that quote-unquote supporting cast was insulted itself. Sure, that's exactly who I was, and it was a great thing to acknowledge that. But at the same time, it's not what life should have been. I wasn't trying to grow out of that and become the bigger person and become a person of someone who is, you, you know, not going to let life happen to them. I didn't know anything about discovering oneself and personal development and all that. I didn't get into that until 2015. And then Napoleon Hill's Law of Success in 2016. I was still trying to break the shackles of suffering from myself. But to see that from your supporting cast, your cast saying, this is the same thing you always say, it's boring. That's someone who's not acknowledging the pain of another individual, huh? Now, if these two had sat me down and said the same thing that I just said probably about three minutes ago, like, I understand, I feel your pain, but what now? You have the choice to change this forever, to change your energy. I didn't know about any of that. The only thing I knew about personal development was, of course, the movie The Secret. <laughs> and of course, the what is it? Rhonda Burns, The Magic. That's it. There was nothing else that I knew that was a way to escape the shackles of pain and abandonment and anger and frustration and resent. And so when I got that next job, and at that time I was working at that tutorial center, what were the conversations that I had with my students? What were the conversations that I had with, of course, the worst demographic, the older white men that actually came to this country to marry a woman? Not gonna be very good conversations, are they? Of course not. And so you could see by based on that cast that I had around me, it only made sense of the person who I was. And that's why I say the importance of the friendships coming up on the end of this year, people. The importance of the friendships means all the difference in the world. If you do not have a strong supporting cast, it's going to show you what outlook you have on life. From that moment going forward, I don't know. I think within the next two months, I blocked this shit out of Nicole. It was the last message she had sent me just after that conversation. She said, you know what? If you're going to... And that was the last time I have had, had ever spoken to her. I think it was in uh, that, that month, 2014. I didn't know about Persian. I didn't know about Lisa Nichols at the time. I didn't start doing research into anyone on The Secret until probably about three months later. And that's when I started putting up, you know, uh, pictures of my family saying, okay, I want to, you know, I want to go back and, you know, speak to my family and some of the best friends. And I was putting up pictures of them based on the things that I, that, that was in the secret and this and that. But, you know, it was just my journey of like, okay, I'm going to start healing myself. I'm going to start building up these friendships. I'm going to start building up the friendships I had. It's funny because the friendships that I actually had at the time two friends oh my god mook employee jesus christ 
<laughs> lack thereof, but blocked the shit out of him. I blocked Ploy in probably 2019 and got rid of the fuck out of Luke in 2020. But, you know, looking back on those moments and seeing who I was and my journey to getting out of that and hearing Lisa Nichols on the Steve Hardy show, like, no, 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 no. If you got, I don't, I can't be around these types of people. That's when I really started doing the audit. And that's what I encourage you to do. Now, if you say, Arsenio, who are some of your friends right now? Honestly, I mean, if you look at friends, I got Andre, I got Lindsay. Lindsay flies planes. Andre's my childhood friend. Um, you know, I have Danya. She's pretty much a nurse out there in Miami. These are more of my childhood friends. And then I have the people who I speak to on a consistent basis. Business English teacher who lives in England. Uh, you know, a lot of my students are all professionals. They're all unbelievably successful in their own right, you know, es escaping government persecution, being around that type of wisdom, those types of individuals and seeing what, you know, in hearing some of this knowledge, I got the Colombia, you know, the Colombianas, I got the El Salvadorians, I got the Brazilians, and they're all like super medical professionals. That's the type of goodness that I have around me now. You know, I don't have, I don't have around me the type of parasites that I did reading those messages. You know, the people who say, oh, you know, it's all regurgitation. It's getting boring. Not all, If someone says that, they're lacking empathy for the other individual. Instead of sitting them down and saying, hey, let's go out. Let's have a drink or a meal and let's see what's going on. But of course, what you don't know, you don't know. I can't expect someone who literally got banned from Australia. I think that was your story. I forgot what it was, but... It was something in regards to, I, I forgot what it was, but it was something bad, okay? And then she ended up coming here to Thailand. And then she was going to go back to, you know, after the ban was lifted from Australia, go back. These were the ugly ass individuals that I had around me. Richard, Filipino guy, he was the one that gave me, uh, who said, hey, if you're looking for a job, gave me the agency. I'm really happy because the agency at least got me a job outside the, you know, the outskirts of Bangkok, and I was able to get into that tutorial center. Now, remember, I got into that tutorial center with the mindset that I had at the time. And so, of course, I was around the most racist foreigner. I was, I was working for one of the most racist jobs. Two years, you know, after that, I remember having an ultra successful June month. And what ended up happening, I was having dinner with the marketing director. And he's like, Dude, to be honest with you, it's very hard to market a Black guy. These were the things that I hold responsibility for because I attracted all of that from the mindset and the consciousness that I had in back in 2014. Now I work for me. Now I never have to deal with that anymore. Now I never hear black this, black that. I don't. Why? Because my consciousness is probably plus 250 to 300 points now. I've changed my life completely. And that's what you have to do by making choices and doing a fringe, like an audit of your circle. So with that being said, people, stay tuned for more over and out.